Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sent the wife away. Sent the kids to play. Miles and miles away. Things blew up and things blew down. Seemed a blinking shame. 8.49 here on Total Information AM Sunday. And I'm trying to figure out what this song is even about. But it's beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Hey, we have Johnny Rabbit on the line, and we're talking about uh, old movie halls and uh, theater halls and all kinds of stuff. How are you doing this morning, sir? Good to hear I'm your voice. Fine, fine. You were singing that song, weren't you? Yes, I was. I was also oh, beautiful. You couldn't hear my taps, but uh, I was I was dancing around the uh, Studio B here at KMOX. <laughs> Oh, terrific. Well, it is. Uh, that was very nice. Also, I've been watching you. Nice to see you, Stuart McMillan, wearing your official KMOX radio show usher's uniform. It's beautiful. Oh, That's, thank you. Of course, you're welcome. In honor of our visit to St. Louis theaters, a few of them, on which we'll kind of conjure some movie house memories. Now, you probably saw the story. Uh, on TV or heard it on the radio, but if you saw it on TV, that after that big windstorm we had recently, at some of the facade of the Williams Temple Church at 1500 Union was knocked off. And if you look closely, there was a brick structure underneath there that had been sheathed by the facade. It was one of the still solid walls of the old 1,124-seat Union Theater. That big theater opened in 1910, had a balcony and everything, really larger than the typical neighborhood movie house, which was last owned by Arthur Enterprises. It closed in 1960. Now, the other theater, and there was one more on Union, that was the Will Rogers, right at Page. That was built in 1936, and they turned off the projectors in 1962. The well-known Mammy's Diner was really a good place. That was right next door. Great food. Jim Legrand of Legrand's Market and Sandwich Shop in Donovan and Lansdowne, right across from where they had the big water main break, um, he tried to sell me a pound of ground rabbit yesterday. I didn't go for it. Uh, so, though he was wondering about movie theaters that had been in southwest St. Louis, in the sort of like a quadrangle between Chippewa and Gravoy, Kings Highway, and the city limits, there were just two. The Avalon... Caddy Corner from famous bar Southtown. That opened in 1936. It lasted all the way to 1999. We go back to 1988 at the Avalon when the theater screened the movie The Last Temptation of Christ. And the Avalon made the news in the paper and on KMOX with Kevin Colleen as a large number of religious protesters, uh, protesters picketed the theater for a while, for several days. The other theater in the district, and yes, there were only two, it was the Roxy at 5,500 Lansdowne, right at that intersection of Wary and Macklin and Lansdowne. Kind of small, only 738 seats. It opened in the silent movie era in September of 1926. Now, its run would end 51 years later. At the Roxy, I recall seeing a really odd but cute movie in 1948, Ken Murray's Bill and Coo, 
I bet you haven't seen that one. It featured real trained birds, not animated or AI birds. And the birds were all dressed in human costumes. Yes, an odd movie. And for many years before, Marvin Miller, who became a radio movie TV actor, a star really, studied acting watching the screen at the Roxy when he was a student at Booter Grade School right across the street. He'd become a Cleveland High and Washington U grad. Now, you can find out more about him at the Carondelet Historical Society, located in the Old Appear Grade School at 6303 Michigan. I don't go till Wednesday. They open Wednesday at 10. Incidentally, Marvin Miller's first showbiz-type job was as an announcer on KMOX. You may remember him, or at least remember his voice, as he did the talking for Robbie the Robot in the 1956 movie Forbidden Planet. On television, he played Michael Anthony, the assistant to millionaire John Berifers Tipton on the TV series The Millionaire that ran from 1955 to 1960. Now, there was almost a third theater in that southwest area. It had been planned. It had been designed. It was supposed to open in 1948. Uh, it was one of the early buildings that would have been in the Hampton Village Shopping Center that was developed first in 1939 by real estate man Harold Brinkup. Now, that was six years, in 1939, six years after that stretch of Chippewa had become part of Route 66. The theater would have been in the Williamsburg style of architecture, as were all the original buildings in the center, and would have been right about where the Schnook store is located today. The planners of the theater backed out as they felt that with TV coming on, TV was just a year old then, and the accelerating flight to the suburbs, the theater wouldn't stand a chance, and they may well have been right. Today, the oldest continually operating theater in St. Louis, except for a COVID year, is the Muni. And insiders such as master Muni electrician Jeffrey Stone tell us that this 105th season will be electrifying, a, a real knockout. It all starts tomorrow with beautiful The Carol King Musical. I'm going to be there Tuesday, and I think it's going to be cool enough to bring a sweater that night. Well, we started out our visit today admiring Stuart McMillan's Radio Usher's uniform that did remind me of the theater Usher uniform I wore. It was a dark maroon with gold trim. Well, I was an usher at the Lowe's State and the Lowe's Orpheum a very, very long time ago. And the uniform and the job were fine, but the lockers where we changed into our uniforms were in a very dimly lit, creepy basement under the Lowe's State Theater, which was unfortunately infested by giant flying roaches. <clears throat> Yikes, I, get, I honestly get chills just thinking about it, and I hope I didn't ruin anybody's breakfast. Meanwhile, like it or not, let's find out what's happening in the world, what's happening in our town. Who knows? Seward McMillan knows, and he magically appears on KMOX at this very second. Take it away, Stuart. You oh, look great in that uniform. Thanks for letting me borrow it, uh, Johnny. And, <laughs> and I did spill some coffee on it, so you have to forgive me. I hope you know some good dry cleaners. I certainly do. Thank you. Thank oh. you for the warning. All right. Johnny <laughs> Rabbit, the legend of KMOX. My gosh, all that great information packed into that tiny little segment. we got to do something longer with Johnny sometime. That'd be a lot of fun. Hey, we've got news at the top of the hour, as he said. Uh, stick, Stay around, please. And uh, just like this coffee stain on my jacket. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.